Welcome to episode 78 of the Dinner Sisters podcast, where two sisters taking on the nightly challenge of dinner. I'm Kate Schultz, living and working in Rhode Island. I'm a passionate cook and recipe collector, always thinking about my next meal, and just really happy to be back together with Tara and Betsy for this new episode. Yeah, me too. These are some of my favorite episodes. So I'm Betsy Wallace. I live, work, and raise a family in Atlanta, Georgia. I love dinner time. but can always use help planning and cooking. For my family of five, I've got three kids. They're five, seven, and nine. And we are here again today with our friend Tara for a cookbook review. Yes, I love these episodes as well. Um, I love talking about cookbooks. I love looking at cookbooks. Um, and my name's Tara. I'm a photographer with three kids and a husband living in Atlanta. And once again, very happy to join you guys. We are too. So our goal with this podcast, well, even when we're reviewing cookbooks, we want to cook a little better, learn a little bit about food, and most importantly, figure out what the heck to have for dinner. So here's how this works for cookbook reviews. We decided that we were just so in love with this cookbook that we had to cook from it. We wanted to share the recipes we cooked and just, you know, let me let you know what we think. And I will always make sure to have a link to any recipes that are linkable. You know, some are just in the cookbook. And so you got to maybe check it out from the library or get it. Um, but if they are linkable, we'll link that up. And also a link to purchase the cookbook on our website, which, by the way, is dinnersisters.com. And if you'd like to hear our other cookbook reviews, we talked about Small Victories by Julia Tertian in episode 21, Kashka by Bonnie Morales from in episode 31, Sweet by Helen Go and Yodam Odalengi in episode 38, What's Gabby Cooking? That's Gabby Dalkin, episode 48, Zaytoon by Yasmin Khan, episode 59, <laughs> Simple so Cakes <laughs> by Odette Williams. <laughs> In episode 68, we are just like making progress here, ladies. Love it. Love it. Yeah. So, so fun. Yeah. yeah. This cookbook review, number 78, is for an author and a blogger whose food blog I've been following for a long time, like a really long time. Um, her name is Molly Ye. She has been writing for, well, my name is Ye for I don't know, years. I should really look that up. But um, she's got this fantastic blog that she posts these beautiful pictures and wonderful recipes on. And she wrote her cookbook, Molly on the Range, about a year ago or so. And now she has a TV series on the Food Network. So super impressive. Yeah, I was really intrigued by this one, Kate, because she is such a popular food blogger and personality. But unlike you, I had not followed her. I'm not sure I've cooked really at all from her blog. It, this was sort of a clean slate for me. It was kind of fun, though. Yeah, yeah, it was. Because mm-hmm. I definitely know who she is. And I, right. you know, like, she's that food personality that I know, but I had not actually really gotten into it. So this is fun. Right, right. Yeah, and I found out about her, I believe, through Instagram or the blog world. Um, like you, Kate, I have followed her for a few years, but never tried out her recipes. Um, I think what attracted me to her, though, was the combination of cultures that she presents in her cooking, so Jewish, Midwestern, Chinese. Um, I also find it interesting, She was she's like this classically trained musician, mm-hmm. and um, and now she is a food blogger and a TV star, I yeah. guess. Quite is the it, lady. Is, is it a Food Network? Is that it's, what she's I on? I think it's a Food Network It show. is. Okay. It is, yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very fun. All righty, Tara, so you were the one who chose this cookbook. Tell us about your first impressions. Well, I decided to look at this cookbook through Cookbook Club. That's the online um, 
I guess it's just like a selection of different cookbooks. Um, so I went through, found that cookbook, and it has some pictures of her recipes. So I didn't actually get to pick up the physical book. I believe Betsy did. So maybe Betsy mm-hmm. can talk more about that. Um, but I was just, I don't know. I'm just so surprised by her combination of flavors. Um, she puts a lot of things together that I wouldn't have thought about, like whether it's turning like babka with like pimento cheese in it, which I believe is like (laughs) traditionally like chocolate and cinnamon. And she just does a lot of like really homey favorites and like changes them up a bit with, um, with a mix of her cultures, which I believe is Jewish and Chinese. So that was my first impression. Yeah, I was also, so I did get the book. I have the hard copy book. I was surprised at how much of a food memoir this was. Oh. It is 300 pages long. I mean. Wow. It is a tome. And (laughs) I thought I'm going to have to set aside some time to really read this because there's a lot of story in here. And I thought that just because I didn't know anything about her. And I thought this was just a really fun way to learn about her family, her life on the farm. She's got this really fun story. As you said, she's a, her dad is a Juilliard trained clarinetist for the Chicago Symphony. And then she went to Juilliard for percussion. And so there's this like multi-generation classical music thing going on. And then she falls in love and moves to the farm, which is kind of the story that everyone knows. Uh, and she has this food blog, which she's obviously very successful, and she's a great recipe writer and recipe developer. Uh, and she's also just a funny, lighthearted, she's really quirky. engaging, she's quirky writer. Quirky. Yeah, she is. Yeah. And the recipes kind of reflect that. I mean, she, just like you said, it really is kind of her Jewish, Chinese, and upper Midwestern heritage in this book, that's what really yeah. shines through. Whereas, like, the What's Gabby cooking was more like American classics. Mm-hmm. With, like, a California With twist. Cal- With a California yeah, twist, that, right? right? Yeah, yeah, it was definitely a California twist, but I would say these were much more distinct. Mm-hmm. I was like, whoa, this is a hot dish, but with dates. So yeah, it, it was those kind of mixing of flavors that were really specific to her heritage, which, which I thought was really fun and just kind of a, a cool approach to a book. Yeah, I I noticed that too. I thought it was a very, like a very authentic read. Her recipes are definitely like, like you guys both said, like who she is, which just makes it so much more enjoyable. I just, I I really appreciate someone who's just like, here's how I am. Take it or leave it. Um, I had been reading her blog for so long. I was like, I know all about her in the way you think you know all about people who have blogs, you know, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, but her book really delved into her story a bit more, which was really fun. And I was interested to see how well her online world kind of translated into a book, which can be tricky, but I think she did a great job with it. Her style is pretty distinctive. And I think that showed through the book. You know, the photography is light, it's bright, it's cheery. She kind of has a, I would say like a muted primary um, colors theme going on, which is Mm -hmm. very pretty. Mm -hmm. Um, And if you're a visual learner, though, I will say, um, while there's lots of photography, there's not so a lot of step-by-step photography. So, um, but... You know, the finished products are always absolutely gorgeous. Um, you know, and I would say too, like her recipes aren't that difficult to do. So they're very accessible. Um, the flavors were really, were really very fun. I didn't find them to be foods you couldn't find, you know, at your mm-hmm. local mm-hmm. grocery store. You know, so I really enjoyed that. 
Okay, so here's the real here's the real meat of a matter. <laughs> yeah. What did we all actually make? So Betsy, what did you actually make from the cookbook? What was your okay. what was your highlight for you? Yeah. So I'm gonna talk about hummus with meat all over it. Which is <laughs> Is that the real title? That's the actual title. Awesome. I'm reading it from the book, which just gives you a kind of a flavor of how she writes in this book, which is not taking anything yeah. too seriously. It's really fun. And you're thinking, yes, okay. Like that mm-hmm. might be kind of fun. Um and she says it says hummus with meat all over it or hummus and beef nachos. And okay. oh. <laughs> so, so it says I'm here, intrigued. I know. Both titles are tempting. Aren't those yeah. funny? Question. Question. How do you make a plate of hummus filling enough for a bunch of big burly farmers? Answer. Put meat all over it. And that's how she kind of teased <laughs> this recipe up, which is really cute. And so I made it in the ground beef actually gets um, browned on the stovetop with some warm spices like cumin and cinnamon and allspice and that kind of um, those kind of flavor profiles. You sort of sprinkle it on top of the hummus, which she has instructions for in the book. You make your own hummus, or I suppose you could buy it. But in in this case, I did make my own hummus. You sprinkle it with some parsley. You sprinkle it with some pomegranate seeds and some pine nuts, and you serve it with pita chips. And so I actually made this and another one of her things in in the snack section, which is the crispy oven fries with feta and muhamara. And the, oh, wow. Yeah, the muhamara is like red pepper, walnut, lemon juice, olive oil, all in the food processor kind of blended. Yum. You know, kind of dip almost. So I put those two together for a dinner and s- sort of taking from our – I thought, oh, all these flavors kind of remind me of Zaytun and how yeah. she was telling mm. us to put just yeah. a couple of these snack dishes on the table for a meal together. And that also kind of pulls from that Israeli Jewish, mm-hmm. you know, that region of the world sort of right. eating. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was kind of my favorite meal that I made out of this book. And I will say that came from her snacks sex- section. So she has like snacks and farm lunch and hot dishes and mains and desserts and it's all kind of broken up into these fun categories so this was a few dishes from the snacks category that i started out with tara what did you make what was your kind of big cooking project from this cookbook well you know what to be so i made three recipes and Mm -hmm. all three were good i was getting so (laughs) i'm I had one of the recipes I made was the cardamom orange cabernet cabernet. Oh, okay. Which I completely screwed up. I mean, from start to finish, and it was still gone. Like my family still like like a twist in the story. I was like, I know what happened. Like, well, so it started out like I think I did all the ingredients correctly, but I don't think I rolled it correctly. I know I didn't have the right pot that you're supposed to use. You're supposed to cook it for eight hours. I cooked it for oh. three. You're supposed <laughs> to use a lid. I didn't even read that part. Oh, man. I mean, I'm going to blame <laughs> it on the facts. I had a sick kid at home that day mm-hmm. um, because, you know, beginning of the school year, everybody gets sick. Oh, That's yes. just what happens. In fact, I just wanted to apologize because I got a nasal, nasally voice right now because I, thanks to my children, I'm also a little <laughs> under the weather. But oh, anyway... So I'm just saying I screwed up this recipe like royally and it was still gone the next day. My nine-year-old said, this is some of the best bread you've ever made, which is (laughs) shocking. It is shocking because there's no icing on it. It's just a really straightforward, kind of like almost like a cinnamon roll. 
that you just cook for a really long time. I guess ideally you're supposed to leave it in overnight. I think that's the traditional way. It's a Yemeni bread. So because I thought, no way do you cook this for eight hours. So I actually looked it up. And um, I believe the New York Times had a similar recipe, but just different like flavor profile. Mm -hmm. Um, Anyway, so I just, I, I, yeah. I screwed it up. I'm going to try it again, though. But- I don't know, though, Tara. I saw a picture of it. It still looked pretty darn good. <laughs> it was it was very pretty. It was, yeah. it was really pretty. But, like, I just couldn't believe how much I screwed up that bread. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, the, but the dish I really want to highlight, because this is something I'm definitely going to be making this uh, fall and winter, was the chicken hot top pot dish. Oh, that's a great name. Yeah, which she is, has good names. She does. You know how to have a good recipe fun, title. Fun. <laughs> yeah. And so this one, it's covered in tater tots. My mm-hmm. children were so excited about this meal. But it's essentially a chicken pot pie with tater tots on the top. I would say this meal would be great to freeze. You could oh, mix yeah. up mm-hmm. the, yeah, you could definitely interchange proteins. You could leave out proteins. You could interchange the vegetables. And my husband said this. He said, it's crazy. It tastes like you made it from a box, but I know you didn't. And I think that's a praise. That's how we put it. <laughs> yes. Yes. So it has this like, like almost like, I don't know, like box macaroni. Like we all like it, but you don't want to admit it. You know, it's kind of got that, like you would expect to see this dish at a church potluck. You it's know? kind of a nostalgia with that yes. too, a little bit where you're like, Gosh, yes. this is just good. This is yes, it is. <laughs> it's very homey. Stick to your ribs, and it's mm-hmm. very Midwestern. And I think that's the reason because I'm also from the Midwest. Mm-hmm. I, I just I really enjoyed like making this dish. Um, so yeah, so sorry. I know we're supposed to say one, but I, I had to mention the like complete screw up of the bread I made. Well, we'll bend the rules this time, Tara. <laughs> we'll we'll bend the rules for you. <laughs> Well, I had a little mini screw up because I made her shakshuka with Israeli couscous, Mm -hmm. which is like shakshuka just generally in our house. Both of us love. And I was like, I need to try hers. Um, So if you don't know what shakshuka is, it's basically like um, tomatoes that have been simmered with onions and garlic. Her recipe includes harissa, which is so delicious, which Mm -hmm. is like a spicy um, pepper paste. So anyway, you you simmer the sauce and then you kind of make little wells in it and the sauce while it's on the stove and then you break eggs in there and you poach the eggs in the tomato sauce Mm -hmm. and with pita this is just like amazing but her version has you simmering um the sauce with israeli couscous which is that couscous that's kind of the larger kind you know yeah Mm -hmm. and i was so upset because i picked the wrong box of couscous from the store (laughs) oh and i had the regular couscous i was like this isn't gonna go well and so i just made the couscous like normal Mm -hmm. on the side um but the sauce was so good and the eggs were so good. And James actually, so he didn't eat with me that night that I made it. I don't know mm-hmm. what he was up to. And so the next day for lunch, I, he he had it and I came home and I was like, oh, did you have some of that shakshuka? He's like, is that what it was? I was eating it and it was couscous and tomatoes. And then there was like an egg surprise in there. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, it was so delicious. I was like, Egg surprise it is. So we may just actually call that egg surprise now in our house. <laughs> That's perfect. Um, yeah. But we really loved it. And I think um, if I make it again with while paying attention at the grocery store, simmering that couscous in the bottom and like in the sauce as it cooks. Ooh, that so it's like this delicious. one, one yeah. pot meal, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it, oh, the sauce is really great. And she also says she makes it when they do sugar beet harvest. 
So it's a very like forgiving sauce, which was so nice because I started it and then went went and did one of my like little like body weight phone workout things, you know, so mm-hmm. I can like do things. This may be TMI. Let's not put that in. Um, <laughs> I mean, that is what I did. But then while it was simmering and they kind of came back and finished it up, which was fantastic. Yeah, um, so yeah. I really like that one. Yeah. Uh, Tara, did you make anything else? Um, I did make the Nifla soup. I'm not sure how you say it. It's German. But it's like a dumpling chicken creamy soup. Mm. It's amazing. It's another really hearty kind of Midwestern kind of recipe that I picked out. So it was really good. Yeah. I mean, as we go into fall here, I mean, Rhode Island, we definitely that things have cooled down a bit. I am finding more and more of her recipes like appealing. I'm like, ooh, mm-hmm. I'd make that in a couple weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. Definitely. I actually made her peanut butter surprise cake. No, peanut butter party trick cake. I'm going to call mm. it peanut butter surprise. It's <laughs> peanut butter party trick cake and it is a one bowl cake, which nice. is really, really fun. Yeah. yeah. I know Betsy loves yeah. a one bowl. I do. I do. <sighs> so it's got peanut butter in it. You just, um, you know, dry ingredients, the flour, the sugar, and then you just mix in peanut butter into the batter oh. and you bake it in one pan. It's just like a, a, you know, snack cake size, which I also really like, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Um, and you can do it plain, which is what I ended up doing because I had no heavy cream in the house. It, I made it like literally the morning before I went to work. So it goes that quickly, which is oh, great. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I brought it in and it was still a little warm. And I'm not going to lie. Some of my like, like cube mates had a little piece with their coffee, a little bit warm. Oh. I was like the hero <laughs> in the office. They're like, Man. what is this cake? And a lot of people loved it. Cause they're like, I love peanut butter. Yeah. It was like who normally yeah. people who aren't maybe like chocolate people or whatever. Uh-huh. It was so delicious. And I'm really happy to have that in my back pocket because I'm definitely making that again. Yeah, I ended up making at the last minute here kind of her brown sugar cookies, which oh. is also in the dessert section, oh. which she calls or chocolate chip cookies without the chocolate chips. Hmm. So and that's <laughs> kind of essentially what it is. It's almost like a sugar cookie, but it tastes like chocolate chips cookies without chocolate chips so that was also fun and she's got a huge dessert section we should mention that in yeah. here i mean she that does. was really and she loves marzipan so there yes. are a lot and of marzipan tahini. She and tahini. Really, yeah yeah and so you know it's just really the dessert section i don't think we cooked a ton from it but there's a lot in it i mean there's just a she's lot a, of recipes yeah a yeah. lot of recipes to get through she's She's a big cake baker, and so she's got several recipes for, like, a. I wanted to make her chocolate tahini cake, and then I realized I only had half a cup of tahini, which mm-hmm. was only going to make half the cake. <laughs> I'm like, bummer. Uh, um, but I've definitely got that on my list. She's got a, um, a funfetti cake that's really, really fun. So, yeah, a lot of really great options. And she's also got a lot of breads, mm-hmm. like different types of breads. So if this, you know, it's kind of for those who are bakers and cooks. <laughs> Yes, that scallion, her scallion pancake hala is on my list. Yeah. It sounded really good. It's just a really complete book. I'm telling you, there are, is the whole pizza chapter we didn't even hit. I mean, I know. there's a lot in this book. Yeah. Okay. So what is our final judgment, our rating? Should we buy it? Who would you buy it for? Last thoughts. Okay, so I did buy this because, as I've mentioned before, I'm uh, keeping with my tradition of buying the cookbooks, and then I write little notes in it. It's my memory keeping for our podcast. So (laughs) I have this cookbook. I will say 
I would preview it first. Make sure that these flavors are is something that you're going to like because I'm mm-hmm. not sure yeah. if it's universally appealing. Like this is not a joy of cooking. This has a distinct right. voice yeah. and a distinct like recipe flavor profile and not unlike books we've reviewed in the past, right? I mean, you just if it's yeah. a, like if it's a flavor profile and it's a um book you think you might like, but I would preview it first. Yeah. Yeah, I I'm going to have to agree with Betsy. It's not that the recipes are necessarily hard. They're just they're just a little bit more involved maybe. And I think it's just that combination of with like the the baking and then there's also a side for the cooks. Um I I think it's definitely an interesting cookbook. I would love to get my hands on the hard copy. Um after hearing you guys talk about how how big the cookbook is cuz I I wasn't aware how big the cookbook actually was. So, um, yeah, I'm going to have to see if my library has it and then I'll decide if I'm going to buy it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think t- that along with b- what both of you were saying, it's it got a lot of a big variety of recipes. Um, if you have a friend that you know is a fan of hummus, maybe is looking to get some new recipes in her rotation and um, like a, a fun birthday or something's coming up. I would definitely buy this as a present for somebody, mm-hmm. not for like a beginning cook. Who's just trying to figure out how to boil water, but someone who's like, Oh yeah, I enjoy cooking and I'd love a new cake recipe. Yeah. Um, it's definitely got some fun things in there. Ideas that I hadn't thought of before, which is always fun. Um, like I hadn't, you know, seen a scallion pancake holla before. You know, and yeah, so there's definitely yeah. new and unique recipes in there, which I thought was really fun. Um, and her voice is really engaging. And if you like a cookbook that has some stories along with it, this one's <laughs> a great one for that. Yeah, I agree with that, Kate. I It has recipes that will take you sort of out of your comfort zone. And there are some interesting things that I'm kind of excited to make. So mm-hmm. it's just it was a fun sort of out of the box cookbook. And I yeah. liked it. Yeah. And, I, and I'm glad we're doing it now at the very end of summer because it's gotten me excited about going into the fall, going into the winter. And I know Betsy can um, attest to this, but we've had in Atlanta a couple cooler days, Ooh. which has really gotten me in the mood for like fall baking. And I think like like we've we keep on mentioning, but like there's just some really interesting recipes in here to bake with. So mm-hmm. um, I've definitely highlighted a few to to go back to later well thank you so much tara for joining us for another cookbook review oh you're welcome you know guy i love doing this yes (laughs) well we cannot wait for the next one maybe listeners don't know we kind of like i think hint around at this but tara is always in charge of picking out the book um (laughs) so we're excited to see what her next choice might be so that's what's for dinner this week in this special episode see you next time on the dinner sisters we'll save a spot at the table for you Would you like a little dinner in your inbox every week? Subscribe to our newsletter by going to our website at dinnersisters.com. We've got all our show notes, all of our impressions, like the recipes we cooked, um, any other points or things that we talked about on this, this show. If you have some dinner ideas, you can also shoot us an email at dinnersisterspodcast at gmail.com. Not just dinner ideas, cookbook ideas. Feed them over, over to Tara and see what she thinks. <laughs> Lastly, as per usual, if you like what you're hearing, please review and subscribe. That's how people get to know us. Thanks and happy eating. Bye.